and one what is up everybody and welcome back to zachary reality we are live here on my channel on thursday november 23rd thanksgiving we are honestly just so thankful to be here to be alive i'm here with my girl christina coco to talk all things BravoCon, bravo housewives this week and a few other things so happy thanksgiving christina how are you doing welcome Thank you. I'm good. I'm thankful that I'm talking to you today before I eat a bunch of really yummy sides. We're all sides today. What? So you're cooking all sides for your Thanksgiving? Well, for it, I call it girls giving like a, my best girlfriend and I um, just get together and make stuff. So what are you making? Stuffing, mashed potatoes, asparagus, roasted vegetables, and then a charcuterie plate and lots of wine. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so yeah. you're going to be eating well today. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I love it. See, I'm going to a Friendsgiving later, but I'm on the West Coast, so it's only 10 o'clock. So I have like a long yeah. time before my dinner. What time do you start your Thanksgiving Day festivities? She'll probably come over like a little bit after this. So like two, three two, three, you know, afternoon. My favorite thing about Thanksgiving and Christmas and any holiday that involves a meal is like how, like the early bird special time that you eat dinner. So mm, I'm excited. Oh my God. Well, I'm so excited for you. Now we recently met at BravoCon, but we have been yeah. following each other on social media for quite some time. I found you on TikTok because you're always on live and you're always spilling the tea and posting all these long <laughs> clips. Can you tell everybody a little bit about your channel and how you started posting on social? And happy Thanksgiving, yeah. Christina, Rosemary. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, oh, hi, that's cute. See, even she's ready to eat. Okay, um, so my TikTok is Coca Coca. That's just my last name twice. Um, Cause a lot of people just call me that as my first name. But I've been, I mean, I've been on TikTok for a while, but I just kind of didn't, I don't know, nobody knows what they're doing when they start. And I think you and I maybe started following each other around Love is Blind season three. That was like really, I was, I was that had a chokehold on me season three. Okay. Um, and, you know, just as soon as Scandal happened, you know, I've been posting reality shows or documentaries and things that I like. Um, I used to work in the news, so I like to give, you know, like context around stuff to kind of help people, you know, just understand what's real and what's not and whatever. And Scandal happened and that I've been watching Vanderpump season one, day one, and it just exploded my whole <laughs> wide world. <laughs> and my following really grew. I started live streaming the show every week. Um, and then it was like, I would do replays of everything the next day, all day. And so now I just have this wonderful live stream, excuse me, live stream community. Um, I stream a lot of Bravo stuff, but like anything that's tangential. So I was doing special forces for a while, but I have stopped because I couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like, I don't really like I, it either because I feel like it's just like such hard challenges. And I feel like I'm going back in time watching the show. It, it, you know what? I, <laughs> I'm spoiled by the challenge. I need bananas energy. I need, I need the challenge, like craziness. And so yeah. I honestly felt like special forces was like boring. Um, who no offense. What do you think's going to win? Special forces? Yeah. Is it, I think it's going to be Tyler Cameron. 
on, I haven't watched the, I think I'm only behind one or two episodes because they like took a break and that's when I decided I was going to take a break. Um, you know, I, I know that Sandoval will be there. Um, oh, wow. He'll be there. I know that he'll be all the way there. So I don't know if he wins. I just know he's there for a long time. Um, gotcha. But the thing about Sandoval is like, he's in good physical shape, you know? Which is and the like, point of the show, but it's also about mental. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe uh, didn't a bachelor person win Hannah Hannah Brown? Hannah Brown, Hannah Brown so, and Carly Lloyd won last year. So it's like a you have to complete all the courses, and Hannah and Carly completed all the courses. So they had two winners, and there's oh. not like a money prize at the end. Like maybe behind the scenes, there's extra money given, but it's more about just like completing the course yeah. and having the title like on validation. The yeah. So, you know, I'm rooting for Tyler then. Keep the Bachelor trend going. Um, for sure. So I was, I was streaming that. and the, But the best part about it was that when I was streaming that show, it was like, hey, let's watch Tom Sandoval, like, scream and get yelled at. Scream and get screamed at on Mondays. And then the next day, on Tuesdays, we can watch Ariana dance. <laughs> so the scheduling, the scheduling was really rewarding. <laughs> okay. That makes a lot of sense. And it's, it seems like a lot of people from Vanderpump and other reality shows have been crossing over to do other things. We're really in the cross era of reality TV right now between Special Forces, Dancing with the Stars, House of Villains, Traitors, which is coming up in January. But you did bring up dancing. So I want to touch a little bit about that briefly because we are down to the final five couples. We have Allison and Sasha, Charity and Artem. Sochi and Val, Jason, Jason and Daniela, yeah. and Ariana and Ariana Pasha. And I just went to the ballroom this week, and it was absolutely fabulous. I saw, I, I had I saw so you. much fun. Yeah, it was as great. a guest of charity, right? As a guest of charities representing Bachelor Nation. Mm -hmm. um, but who do you think going into the time the final five is going to win the Mirror Ball? Well, I want. Ariana, Ariana to win and I think that she could and would and deserves it and you know it's I think the last three will be her Sochi and Jason um and I would love if the final two were her and Jason because their partners are married so that would just be like fun <laughs> um yeah. it I, I wasn't really like a viewer of that show. I mean, I knew I had seen it. Um, mm -hmm. I used to I used to call it like the celebrity graveyard, like oh, Dancing with the Stars, where celebrities go to die and their career goes to die. But obviously, that was, I've been proven wrong a million times. I mean, Kim Kardashian went on there like yeah, Rosemary agrees with you. <laughs> she agrees that it's the same Final Four, but. It's going to, I mean, final three, but there's going to be four people in the finale and then next week is the semifinals. So one couple yeah. will be eliminated. So I'm hoping that it's Allison and Sasha because I feel like they've stayed a very long time. I mean, they're good. Like I saw them live. They're really good. I just didn't have a connection to her before. So now that we're down to the nitty gritty, like you got to pick your favorite. Yeah. And I do, I want to officially retract my celebrity graveyard stance that I okay. had about that show because I love it. I'm obsessed with it. It is like my favorite day of the week. I look forward to it so much. I'm obsessed with it now. I mean, and Ariana is obviously the reason that I even started watching it, but, but yeah, with Allison, I mean, it's, she's grown so much and I think that's what makes her really fun to watch. And she was just mm -hmm. so happy doing the Taylor Swift songs, but that's the thing is that she grew and we all know who wasn't Not really, 
growing. The tree um, trunk himself? My husband, that, Harry Jowsey? That tree stopped growing. Okay. Uh, oh my God. I love Harry and Riley. And I was really rooting for them for a long part of the season. And um, they're super, super sweet. I've been able to have some cool moments with them in the ballroom. I've gone twice this season. But I mean, they definitely um, were not going to be the top. And they made it really far. So they have a lot to be proud of. They did great on social media, which I think helped get them a lot of votes because it is about playing into the audience and bringing people in and getting people to watch. And Harry and Riley have been doing a really good job about that. And I think people are also rooting for Riley on her individ mm -hmm. individual journey as a dancer who's on the show for the first time. So yeah, her first pro season, right? So I'm proud of them for making it to top six. And it's an epic night to go out on the Taylor night. Yeah. Listen, I, I I remember watching Harry when he was first on Too Hot to Handle, like his uh -huh. TV debut, because I was in, I think that came out on quarantine. And so that's also a reason I think a lot of people uh, just, I mean, he blew up, like everybody's at home just watching, watching what Netflix has to offer. And, you know, he just became such a big influence. I remember watching him on Annie, Manny MUA's channel mm. a few times, and I then I saw Manny in the audience a few weeks ago. And I just, I don't know. I think there are a lot of things that I like about Harry as a person. Um, but it just, you know, <laughs> I was just like. You, were, you wanted him to right. go home. I was right. I just, you know, it just was like, he just needed to move, baby. He needed to move more and he wasn't moving. But they, you know, they did a good job. And Riley is so, I mean, is she like. How old is she? She's so 18. young. It's her first pro. And then Sochi's 17. Like, there's a lot of. Um, That's so yeah. crazy. So we'll see yeah. who wins. I think that yeah. being there in person, like Sochi was getting a lot of love from the audience. And so was Jason. I felt like they were getting the loudest screams. The audience is there as a lot of people who are like guests there. But there's mm -hmm. also a lot of fans who come and like sit upstairs. So I don't know yeah. how telling it is. But it felt like there was a lot of love for Sochi. And she was at the top of the leaderboard with the scores. Yeah. So it is possible that she could win, but we do have two weeks. So we'll see yeah. what happens. Um, I've been saying that we are in the home stretch of finale season between yeah. dancing, golden bachelor, paradise, house of villains, special forces, all these competition shows are coming to an end. Um, I know you're a big fan of house of villains. I was wondering what your take yes. was like, who you think is going to win right now. I kind of oh. see, Johnny Bananas on one side and then like yeah. Omarosa and Fair Play kind of running the show as well. Bananas is, was, I mean, he's made for this. Like he is, he's just a legend. <laughs> like mm -hmm. I, I think that from the beginning, I was like, this is Bananas show. I think, I don't know about Omarosa. I think, um, I don't know. Her walk and her talk are very different, in my opinion. Um, and I think she positions herself in a way that isn't like super close to reality. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to like say something that I, it's hard for me to like put into words, but she just like gives off this air of like really being in control. Um, but I just don't feel like she really is. I don't know. I love Tanisha. She's not going to win, but I'm obsessed with her. Um, and fair. Yeah, she's kind of the target right now. Her and yeah. Shake seem to be at the bottom. Oh, Shake. I'm pretty sure Shake is why Jax finally, why Jax decided to block me. But I don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> he blocked you? 
Yeah, because yeah, I, I, um, I saw your clip I, at BravoCon. Yeah, yeah. Your TikTok. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, don't, I didn't say anything about Jax. I just had Shake on one of my live streams after the show uh, premiered, like that premiere night. And they hate each other. So, um, and I, you know, it was funny. I never thought I would be in a situation where I was like talking to Shake on a live stream because My Love is Blind season three, you know, he was on season two, but I did not have, <laughs> I did not have nice things to say about him, but he was really cool when we, when we talked. Um, anyway, but, but it's, it's like, I think it'll be the two Johnnies, like just which Johnny, because Fair Play, Fair Play also is like, I'm the greatest villain in reality TV show history and blah, blah, blah. Like, sir, when, when did your Survivor season air? How long ago? Like, I respect you. And he is really good at playing this game, too. He was the first one. I remember in that little, like, golf cart challenge, like, he, I was just howling in the background because he was just like, turn this way, turn that way, turn that way. And just, like, sending jacks into every single... <laughs> into every obstacle and Jax is like did he sabotage me like yes yes he did that so, was so funny that's something he would do I watched his season of Survivor I remember I was like six mm -hmm. but it was very iconic and I think that's the reason that's the reason why he was chosen for the show yeah. is because they were looking for villains who mm -hmm. represented each season mm -hmm. each franchise and Johnny his move with the lying about his dead grandmother it truly is still just like <laughs> the most insane moment in Survivor okay. history Speaking of Johnny's grandmother, I just, well, I'm not going to speak about his grandmother, but sorry, the sun, I'm in like a weird That's okay. lighting position um, with my windows, can't figure out, but. I'm, I'm glad you have natural light. <laughs> Thank you. But, um, oh, Johnny's grandma. So House of Villains, I don't know who negotiated their streaming deal or like post cable live show airing but it is not doing them justice like not enough people are watching or talking about this show like the people who are love it but it is one of the best shows and and creatively edited and produced shows like the reason johnny's grandmother reminded me of that is because when they had the challenge where they were all in those cloaks and the masks it was the one daniel Stahl was on and they were like they they had like name tags of who was there hidden in the mm -hmm. in the party as guests and one of them was like illuminati member something else and like johnny's johnny's grandmother which obviously none of them were there but it's just like they're in on the jokes like the mm -hmm. show isn't on the jokes and um that's also why i love that joel McHale is the host of the show because he's made fun of them all Mm -hmm. on the soup already so he knows all of their shenanigans and i just i just i'm obsessed with the show i think it's hilarious yeah i like it a lot too for people who aren't watching it you can watch on e on cable but if you go to enter like e enter the website enter e entertainment like as long as you have a tv provider you could mm -hmm. sign in to watch it i know they put the first few episodes on youtube and mm -hmm. they had like the highest rating ratings in the beginning yeah i don't know if it's i feel like it maybe it's the type of show that should have dropped a couple episodes at once you yeah, because now it's kind of been like played out a little bit. So it's just like, let's start to move things along. There's only been a few people eliminated. Yeah, well, and also it took. God, I don't it took like three episodes to even get to the yeah. first elimination, because 
first it was a cliffhanger of like who's in the bottom or whatever on episode one. Then on episode two, it's their redemption thing. And then at the very end, they're, st- <laughs> they're strapped into those like go <laughs> whatever seats. And I'm like, are they going to drop them down? Like, where are they? Are they going to propel them out of the building? Like, I was just like, what are they doing in these chairs? And then that ended. And then the third episode started with finally him getting like thrown backwards or whatever. So it just like took forever. And I get my theory is that they wanted to keep the viewer base of all the contestants as long as they could, maybe like, you know, Jack's bringing in the Vanderpump, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if that was a thing, but, but that, that makes I mean, sense. I, I would have binged that just all day i wouldn't have left my couch like i wanted more and so i do agree with with that for sure uh, i never really got into like um challenge shows that had like a mix of a bunch of random celebrities i know like i'm a celebrity get me out of here and whatever those all there's so many um but now i now it's, mm-hmm. i'm into <laughs> i'm into it too I, I wish it was bingeable but i'll be watching each week and I did get to interview the cast. So if you guys want to see my interviews with the full cast, make sure to check out clips on my YouTube channel. Um, last week, Corinne was eliminated, which I was really upset about because I am a big Bachelor Nation fan. But it did feel like she was kind of lingering mm-hmm. in, the house, in, in the house a little bit. She wasn't the best at the challenges. A few people had it out for her. What I found very interesting is her flirtation with Johnny Bananas. And mm-hmm. I listened to the podcast that they did together. And it they kind of like, confirm that they are like kind of dating but it's not serious at all like not even remotely but then he was just spotted on a date with Lindsay Hubbard which is a great Mm -hmm. Bravo segment since we're going to talk housewives in a few but did you see this and what do you think about this I did see it and I think okay I don't it's also the Bravo and certain certain reality i mean they're all all of all of them all the reality shows in a certain demographic are very you know they all mix Mm -hmm. and mingle and and tangle (laughs) tangle in their webs of each other um so it didn't it didn't surprise me but you know i've never seen i don't think i've ever really seen paparazzi pictures of like either one of them out maybe i have so they called it on themselves. But do you think, but like, listen, I think Lindsay, <laughs> it was her wedding day. She wants to get back yeah. at her Carl. She wants to be with a hot guy that will get some attention. Um, this kind of goes back to the whole point of Paige saying that she might have called the paparazzi on herself or like her friends uh-huh. called. Um, and Sheena was saying something similar, but that was like a whole thing at BravoCon. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But I, mean, I don't think it's also, serious. Yeah. And then what I, what I also know, and I don't know how much the Vanderpump and Summer House people hang out now, but Bananas is in like a bromance with Jax. And he, like, he's even when they were filming, they were still filming uh, for season 11. Like, he was out with Sheena and like he was at a bunch of their events. Um, so he's like infiltrated their little group, I guess. Okay. So. Final opinion is that Lindsay and Carl, I mean, Lindsay and um, Johnny, this was just a PR thing just to get some press on her wedding day to make her ex jealous and to just make everyone know she's doing fine. I think Johnny and Corinne should date. Johnny and little Miss Corn, 
Corn. But why did he turn on her? Like, he doesn't have that many Alliance members in the house. They're going to come for him next. I don't know. I mean, and that letter. I love a reality TV letter. A note. I love a letter. A note. Sam. Wait. <laughs> so, you know, so Johnny wrote the note and gave it yeah. to himself. That's crazy because when Amorosa posted the note on Instagram, I thought she wrote it. And I, no. I was so confused. Hold on. Sorry. My, I don't know what is happening with my lighting. You're, we're just going to have to. Oh, you're fine. It. You're fine. Um, Isn't she okay, fine, so guys? <laughs> it's still fine. Um, when I was live streaming it and that episode aired, everybody in my comments was like, he did this before. He's done this on the challenge. He had like his sister write a note for him to pack with him um so that you know obviously the writing isn't his and also looks like a, a woman's handwriting wow and they were like he's done this before he's done this before but i was like i don't know you guys like i don't know maybe but then i think i mean am i talking out of my ass i'm 99.9 percent .9 sure that on the show he like admitted to bringing like writing the note himself i don't did watch the challenge i don't watch the challenge but he did admit no, no. to writing Oh on yeah, he did. Own. Yeah, he yeah. did. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. wrote the note, but I don't know what he did on the challenge. If he wrote other notes, the most memorable note in reality TV history is from Jersey Shore. Ron, I made out with two girls. Blah blah blah. And I actually was watching Jersey Shore last night because I was trying to catch up on the season. I'm like two episodes behind, and there's really not much going on anymore now that the Ron and Sam stuff has kind of yeah simmered. Um, they're talking about Angelina trying to find her real father. Okay. Well, I just want to get, just give me one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, cooking in the Cocina with Rosemary says, you're gorgeous. We can hear you. So we could we could hear you. What is that? I have so much stuff with the Jersey Nor Jersey Shore note on it. I have a mug. Oh, I have a sweatshirt. This is a keychain. Do you dead. want me to read it? <laughs> yes, read it. Sam. The first night at bed, when you left, Ron made out with two girls and put his head between a cocktail waitress's breasts. Also was seen grinding with multiple fat women. Their words, not mine. When you left crying at clutch, Ron was holding hands and dancing with a female <laughs> and took down her number. Multiple people in the house know. Therefore, you should know the truth. And, and the, <laughs> I mean, watching Snooki, they were in like a Kinko's internet cafe, something. Snooki with her huge nails is typing while Jen is narrating it. But pr producers did confirm that they made them do it. They did? When? Um, there was a Reddit AMA with a producer uh, a while ago. Um, like who was anonymous? Yeah, like she didn't give her name, but she like said the seasons that she had worked on and stuff and answered everybody's questions and everything that she said, you know, I've seen, I mean, I went, once I go into, once I get, I'm, I get hyper fixated on things. So once I saw it, I went all the way to like go and see if, how much more I could find about it. Um, but basically Sam and Ronnie's relationship was just like getting so bad and so volatile that they were like, we have to, like the cast has to do something to intervene because like we can't. 
So they like made Jenny and Snooky do it. And then after they wrote it, they put it in her drawer and it was there for like several days before, before she, before she found finally it? found it. Mm-hmm. That's so insane. I love like these, the producers are so interesting and I love when they give us like the tea years later when they actually yeah. are allowed to. I wish that like Snooky and Wow would do like a podcast. I know Snooky does one well, with Dina, but they should have a producer on and like expose moments from yeah. like the first the first six seasons. Yeah, there's so there's a lot of stuff that was in there about Italy. And I mean, that's I the, love that season. Okay, so the place that they stayed in in Italy, they had to convert it was like an old bank building because they couldn't find like an apartment large enough for all the crew. And then, and so like they, it had like no windows. I, if you remember watching, it was the most bizarre like setup this place because it wasn't meant to be like lived in. Um, yeah. But speaking of, you know, people talking about what really happened and especially Italy um, on Hulu, there's a series called Nightline Impact. Um, and the most recent one was with Mike and him, it was only 30 minutes. I, I could, I wish it was like three hours long, but he was talking about, you know, actively like going through his addiction and stuff on the show and how he, <laughs> it was revealing. It was wild. He said, cause every, everybody had a, is this like, should I talk? I don't know. It involves like, no, don't talk know. about it. Okay. Yeah. But he, yeah. Well, no, he was, well, he just came out with his book. So yeah, yeah, he's, he's sober now, but he, um, it was, it was really good. I recommend watching it and it is only 30 minutes. If you are short on time, I could have sat there for three hours, like I said, but it's really good. Okay. I love that. You know what I watched last night for 30 minutes? MTV what? did, um, home tours and Vinny, it was like, I was going to watch the episode like of Jersey Shore. Yeah, they did MTV Crids, and it was like Vinny's apartment in New York City, Nick Vile and Natalie, um, they're from Bachelor, like their house mm-hmm. in LA, and this girl, Olivia, or Liv, who is an influencer, and she had a, like a West Hollywood apartment, so I was like, let me just watch Is this. it Olivia Jade? No, 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 it's a, Kai, her name's Kai, she's a soccer player. Oh, oh, oh. She, uh, sorry, she date, used to date in Olivia, which is how I like knew of mm. her, but it was just like really quick, and I watched that. Um, and then I watched Jersey Shore. But originally what started the night for me on TV was Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So let's talk about yes. this for a couple of minutes. Yeah. Name, name them. Name them. Name them. <laughs> I can't <laughs> stop saying it. I can't okay. stop. Okay. Whose side are you on in regards to Kyle versus Sutton? Um, you know, Sutton. At this point, and I don't... When I'm like picking a side, it's not like here's the perfect person and here's the no, just in regards to the argument. We like both of them. In regards to the argument, you're team Sutton. I yeah. I just think think, Kyle. I see it's that's why I'm like hesitating. Like I think they both have like when Sutton said name them, Kyle named them. Um she named them. (laughs) So so I think, you know, I think Sutton, I didn't even really used to like her. She she made me, I felt uncomfortable watching her because she seemed so like not in her body or something. Like, I don't, I don't know <laughs> what the word, like not just uncomfortable mm-hmm. in her own, you know, sort of skin being on camera. But that's how I used to feel. I don't really feel that way about her anymore. I think she's hilarious and meant to be on TV. 
But Kyle, I've just been on, we've been on a very long journey with Kyle. And, and, you know, I just think Kyle, you know, she's, she could say all day, all day. So she loses her voice that she doesn't like try to produce the show, but like, yeah, you do. And well, that's just my opinion. So I don't know. I just think there's like stuff that Kyle, you know, she wants certain things to get on the show and to be filmed and to air that, you know, maybe she, she's sort of like gets upset for other people. Like she's like, you're stirring the pot and you're doing this. Like she's the biggest pot stirrer of all of them. Do you think she's like poking Sutton because Sutton's so reactionary? Because I think that Sutton was being ridiculous for a couple of her meltdowns in this season already. She's very high maintenance, but it almost feels like, what she said was a good point where she's like, I'm, I left. I'm minding my business, Kyle. You yeah. came up here and tried to make me all you and tech. Like yeah. it almost feels like Kyle is like, are you okay? Like too many times where it's just like, yeah. leave me alone. So I can understand that part if she's like kind of yeah. instigating those reactions. And I'm yeah. excited to see where this goes because next week Sutton is going to confront Kyle about her marriage issues in the press. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm pretty sure it was at the next episode preview, not still on this season preview. So I believe it's the next episode, but Denise and Camille show up and they have a dinner. And I think that at this dinner is where Sutton, you know, and Garcelle mentioned her marriage, but at BravoCon, um, I don't know if it was, I think it was Andy. Maybe, maybe it was at BravoCon. He said that somebody, they basically said that that dinner rivals the original, like, Dinner from Hell with Allison, um, the medium Allison Dubois. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, so I'm really excited for that the chaos. But but like Sutton's Magic Mike melt. I've been on stage at Magic Mike. By the way, they did not do what they did to Erica to me. I think she like oh. asked them to like really go extra. Um, but I had That's a great time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Name. Yeah. But but yeah, like. Sutton did leave. She left the situation. Like she removed herself from the situation. And Kyle's like, you know, hey, 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 hey. And then Dorit last night is like, <laughs> Sutton's like, here's what I have to say. And I'm done talking about it. And Dorit's like, so do you feel good? Do you feel like you've said everything you need to say? And Sutton's like, yes. <laughs> like they don't, you know, they just keep poking and, and prodding. And so, you know, Sutton is crazy, but they are making her crazy. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> just be honest. Just be honest. Um, well, Denise did make her first appearance of the season mm-hmm. last night. Garcelle had a event, which I thought was a, super fabulous. There was a mm-hmm. lot. They're celebrating her acting career. Denise came in. She kind of just did the in, in, initial introduction with a few of the mm-hmm. ladies. The drama that happened was not dove into. But what did happen that I found very interesting is Garcelle's son, Jax, who was a teenager, went up to Erica to kind of clear the air after last year's shenanigans. So if you guys don't remember, Erica was very drunk and told Jax to get get the the F F out of here, get out of there. And Crystal had um, Jax's back. However, some of the other housewives were kind of laughing about it, which made Garcelle really upset, which is why her storyline this season has kind of been about confronting Mm -hmm. some of of the women, specifically Dorit, about not feeling comfortable with mm-hmm. her family around the group and in front of the cameras. But what did you think of Erica and Jax's conversation? 
You know, it, as soon as he said, like it, before he approached her, he said something about, um, you know, Garcelle saying like, oh, you're going to have to talk to her someday or, or something like that. And my first reaction was like, he doesn't have to do anything. Yeah. As if he doesn't want to. But then he, you know, he decided that he wanted to. And and so I just was kind of like, that sh- that sh- that's not on him. Like, that's not his responsibility. But I can also understand, like, where Erica is maybe hesitant to, like, go and approach him and yeah. try to say something because the power dynamic is really off there. Yeah. And and then when they did go talk, talk to each other, I did really enjoy it, honestly. He was like, I just want to say it's all good, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, I am so sorry. From the bottom of my heart, blah, blah, blah. Um, you well, know, so I thought it ended up... up to him. Sorry, right? She probably, she probably felt weird going up to him because right. she probably just wants to respect his space. And I love that he brought Crystal as his backup. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. I think I think it was definitely wrong what has happened to him on the show uh, multiple mm-hmm. times. The you know they're mm-hmm. teenagers and they've been dealing with like the bullying online yeah. and like the housewives being drunk around them. And I guess it's just part of the negative experiences that will come with being on TV. So it's nice to see the growth that Jax has had yeah. since last year yeah. and the emotional intelligence, you know, with his mm-hmm. whole conversation with his mom. And I'm, I love Garcelle. I think she is a a one housewife, but mm-hmm. I, I, I think it would be really interesting to see her and Sutton's friendship evolve in different ways in the future. Yeah. It's, de- you know, it is very noticeable that Rena is no longer on the show in a good way for me, in my opinion, I just think because it feels like we're seeing whatever conflicts or, or, you know, not alliances, like support systems or problems or whatever are, we're seeing, we're seeing them play out much more naturally than her, like, you know, whatever she was running around doing to like get people to, to, you know, own it. own it own it oh my god is um, name them name them is the new own it so you know so i do i like how things have been happening it feels like you know and it just doesn't feel as like heavy of an energy without her i don't know what you i don't what's your opinion on like rena not being there anymore? i mean i'm i think it's good for have her like to have some change. I, I actually mm-hmm. liked watching her on the show. I do think she took up yeah. such a big presence and she did stir yeah. the pot. Um, it's different without her. I This season has been a little different with the six housewives. I know Anne-Marie is going to be introduced soon and we have Camille keep, and Denise. Yeah. But I do feel like I'm excited to have some new faces because when a housewife's show is really small, mm-hmm. there's less there's less to work with. So, the, yeah. so she gave us a lot to work with. Now we have the yeah. foundation. We're a few episodes in. I mean, the season's going to be amazing. I think Beverly Hills is the best show on Bravo currently airing. What's yeah, your favorite? It's... Or Salt Lake. <laughs> Salt Lake, for me, is such the level of unhinged that it is. It's like I have to sort of like sit and be in the right place yeah. to watch it. I So I tend to like miss a couple so i have some to binge and i'll keep going because yes, then i'm like I locked in um so i haven't seen the most recent one but listen i love that show too it's just it's it's at like 
it's that such it's in its own level of you know like oh do you like do you like salt lake or beverly hills better like there's no they are nothing alike i can't even there is no comparison and and not in a negative way it's just Mm -hmm. it is at such it is at such a level of insanity (laughs) to me that it's just like i have to like brace myself when i sit down oh i know and the reunion is going to be so good I cannot mm-hmm. wait to see the reunion and kind of see the Bermuda trip with all these rumors about Monica potentially suing Heather's business. I mean, Monica just seems like yeah. the new <laughs> Monica seems like the new Jen Shaw to me. I mean, she's so unhinged. She's fighting with all the women. She's playing victim. She has all these lawsuits and all this drama. She slept with her brother-in-law. I mean, she has just such an insane life. I'm like, what is going on in Salt Lake? We got to take a trip there and just see what yeah. the hell is in the air. Well, you and I did go in the Sprinter van. Can we talk that about was not- that? <laughs> that was so funny. That was so funny because you just were like, I got to get out of here. I'm going to jail. Or I'm not, no, I got to go to jail. <laughs> and then I, my captain was like, the FBI is looking for Jen Shaw. And somebody commented again. I was like, no, 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 no. It's a joke. This is pretend. At BravoCon, there was a Sprinter van. So me and Christina went in it. I was playing the role of Jen Shaw. And were you Lisa? Were you Heather? I don't know what I was doing. I just was kind of in there. I think I was Lisa Barlow. Like about, I just was like, oh my God, it's called my lawyers. Um, Oh yeah, you were, you were. Yeah. And then um, I just kept shouting beauty lab and laser. (laughs) 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 I think that's about it. What, um, um, wait, we have to talk about BravoCon for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, we met there. It was such a good time. That was one of my favorite experiences. I also loved the Ariana reunion cutout. I loved the <laughs> 19 times Teresa table flip. Were there any Bravo um, photo ops around that really stuck out to you that you enjoyed doing? Well, I did both of those. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm very... I want to take every opportunity I can. So I don't just sure. like stand there with the table. I like screamed, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, you know, so I have, I loved doing that. Um, so, you know, the, the like Sir Back Alley recreation. Okay. Uh, I love the Sir Alley. I think the Sir Alley should be like a designated like historical landmark, personally. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Um, I loved it all. I mean, I this was the first BravoCon I've gone to, which is funny because I live in New York and I didn't go to the ones in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, have you been before? This is my second one. So I went to New York last year, but then I went this year in Vegas. And I thought that they were both such different experiences. So you can't compare them both. I love Vegas. It was a little bit closer for me. Um, but I have yeah. family in New York anyway. So I go back to New York twice a year yeah. regardless. So I just kind of plan my trips around whatever I need to do while I'm there. But it was such a good weekend. The highlight was just like meeting so many Bravo Liberties Mm -hmm. creators, seeing the panels. Um, A lot of my close friends were there. There was just too many fun things. It was such a high for me. Yeah, there was so much going on at any given time. I was trying to like explain it to somebody who like doesn't really watch my therapist. Shout out to Marty. Shout out, out, Marty. Um, (laughs) And uh, I was like, you know, it's like, I don't know what to call compare. I have never been to Comic Con, but it's a something con. So I'm like it's similar to that. Like so, Jen Shaw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's just 
at any given second, there's like a hundred different things happening. So it's just like very, you know, overstimulating. But, you know, while I didn't go to last year's in New York, I did, it, it looked like it was incredibly chaotic and a mess of crowds and lines and like disorganization. So yes, a little bit it, more I, of it for sure. Then this like year was being more organized. Yeah. I mean, it, it didn't, it felt like everybody knew what was going on and the staff was so nice and friendly. They were hilarious. They were like laughing with us and they just, they like me that experience. I mean, the staff was amazing. So if, if, you know, Vegas has been through things like this before, I think they are probably more equipped to handle it than like a convention center in New York. So I loved it. It was a lot. I mean, I was exhausted. <laughs> oh my but, God. Except for like two days. Cause I was going out every night. I was, I literally went to so many panels. Like I took advantage of being there because I wanted to really see like all of the show's panels. Was there a favorite um, Bravo celebrity you met or could you name a top three? Dorinda. Okay. Dorinda. I love One. her. I make jokes like, oh, I met my real mom. <laughs> uh, so, that's how I feel about that's how I feel about Teresa. So that's yeah. my one. Dorinda was just, and we did like clip. Um, Angie K was actually also in like her I photo op. And I like there was another okay. housewife. I don't know who. I Dorinda was in the middle, and I just I was like let's all do clip. But then I just like zoomed in on, on Dorinda, like no offense to you guys. Like that's, that's my mom. Um, Kristen Doty. Kristen Doty was, she was telling me that I looked chic. She like loved my outfit. She was so sweet, but so she just, had, she had this energy that just made me, I don't, there's just something about her now that makes me feel like just love and like warmth. Like she's just grown so much. I mean, what, how old is she? She's like 42. Um, so she's not like crazy drunk chain smoking Kristen, you know, that we met on season one, mm -hmm. but I've just, I loved meeting her. She just, I mean, my interaction with Jax was hilarious, but um, I met Terry in the no. Well, I didn't oh. have time. You know, they're rushing you through those yeah. things. I wasn't like, here's my screen name. Like, I just, I didn't go there to say you blocked me. Like, we hugged, we took the picture. He was like, I'm a hugger. Give me a hug. <laughs> um, and took the picture. And then I was like, yeah, we blocked, but it's okay. And then, like, that's all I said. And then it, like, he was like, wait, I do. Well, you must have said something mean. And then Brittany's like, ah! you do get a little sensitive sometimes and then I just was like I didn't say anything so that was fun oh but God. I met Terry Maloney and Summer Moon and I was like way more excited <laughs> yeah Summer Moon is iconic so I met them Wait, you know who I met you know who I met at Dancing with the Stars who Sage Sage Riley and Riley's niece Harry and Riley oh oh She's iconic. She's an iconic three-year-old as well. <laughs> on Sorry, I, don't, I will follow her after this. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's okay. Oh, and okay. also there were um, there were a lot of there was I saw some back. I saw Rachel Lindsay. Who, mm -hmm. Wasn't she at this? She was somewhere she that I was the, like, oh, she was at BravoCon too. 
She hosted um, the Potomac panel. They actually asked her a question yeah. on it. She hosted the OG panel. And then she did a hosted an Ask Andy. Oh, she did a lot. See, I didn't see uh, the panels that she was hosting. I don't, it was like, it was so hard to pick and choose what you were going to go to. I made a, I made like a whole BravoCon calendar that had every event that I was like even interested in so that at any given time, I'm like, okay, well, that one's going on right yeah. now. Or like, I've missed that one, you know? Yeah. It was a lot, but it was great. It was and great. then I found you and I was like, hey. I know you, you found me at a great time and I'm glad that we got to experience the Sprinter van moment together. Um, Bravo is giving us a lot of fun shows right now. So I'm glad that we were able to talk about them. I'm also watching Potomac and there is a little yeah. bit of drama just to fill you in. There's a lawsuit that's about to kind of be talked about between Ashley Darby's ex-husband, Michael with Candace. Cause he felt like Candace was maligning his character on the show and it, it affected his business. <laughs> but since Ashley and Michael are divorced, Ashley's saying mm -hmm. she doesn't know anything about it. So that's kind of brewing right now, as well as a lot of the Robin and Juan drama, which, which yeah. the girls have opinions about Robin not being honest about her situation, potentially being cheated on and not doing anything about it. And Mia and Karen are also trying to make amends. And then there's a new housewife, NECA, who's having some drama with Wendy because of Ashley. Ashley is like, she kind of start, stirred the pot between them. And then she apologized for stirring the pot. Um, because she like mixed things up when she was telling someone when she was telling Wendy what NECA said about their conversation, she mixed it up. But then it became a bigger problem because Wendy's family got wind of it and called NECA's family or family friends. It's that sounds like the Salt Lake, like, or no, was it Salt Lake? Who was somebody who was like, oh, the losers, something about the losers at BravoCon. And they were like, no, that's not what I said. And that's not how I said it. I didn't say that. What? I don't even know what show it was anymore. It's like, you got to take every gossip with a grain of salt because sometimes people don't always repeat the message, yeah. how it was. Luckily, there's cameras yeah. on the show. So Ashley is currently being roasted on Twitter. I even said Ashley's caused, caused unnecessary drama. So that's what's yeah. going on in Potomac. Do you have a favorite Potomac housewife? Oh, I'm, I'm, um, this is the only, like, I didn't even, I haven't seen this brand new season, but I, not because I don't want to see it. I love them. I think, I don't know. They all, they all bring so many different things. I think Karen is just so, I wouldn't say she's my favorite. I don't know, but she just she she really brings a lot of like wig pull and the uh, actually helped. I helped um or not the wig that is like the most random general thing I could have said. But when it was like no, the, the wig like, shift. The wig yeah, shift. the wig, her wig shift. The wig Karen shift. is Karen is the grand dame. She's the OG. Yeah. Yeah. Way back, I think the it was the it was I helped I helped work on a trailer for one of their new seasons but not the most recent one before this it was like within the last two years so i just was like helping sort of telling them like where timestamps of all like the craziest clips were um it was the one that like they like lip sync a Nicki minaj song to that one <laughs> and just like sitting there and really like going through all of these there's just been so much good crazy stuff you know the slither the like the mm -hmm. slither and like when they went when robin and giselle dressed up as like pizza delivery men with like the beards and like there's just so much crazy stuff it's a really good one. i don't know i'm loving candace i love I'm candace. candace i'm very into camp so my, maybe right now okay. she, she's my favorite 
Me too, actually. Candace is my favorite on Potomac. And I'm also watching Miami, which is, I, it started off good, but now it's on a little bit of a slow start. Um, the main drama there is kind of between Gertie, who has been going through a really hard time with breast cancer, and mm -hmm. she revealed it to Larsa, who kind of told a few of the other women. Who told you? Who have you know? Like, yeah. what? The doctor? So, Larsa's getting a lot of um, backlash. She's not very self-aware. I feel like she doesn't realize what she doesn't say, but I like to watch mm -hmm. her. And Lisa is going through a horrible divorce with Lenny. This sucks for her. It's been like two years. It's a toxic divorce. The kids are young. I just feel bad. Yeah. I, um, somebody made a joke. I think it was like some, somebody on Instagram was just making a joke about that conversation, which by the way, she said, um, at BravoCon that she is cancer free now. Oh, amazing. Um, because I was at that Miami panel, but, but right. in that initial conversation where she was telling her about it, it was, somebody was like, does Larsa think she's talking to Brooks from Orange County? <laughs> like, well, like <laughs> you're talking to a normal person here, but it just, yeah. Throw back to Brooks. He, I mean, I was at the Orange County. Oh, that's the, that's where the, like, she called us losers or you, they, she said you were losers at BravoCon thing was, that was Orange County. I forgot because it's over and it ended, but it was yeah. that like big fight with Heather and Tamara and all of them. Um, yeah. They all looked beautiful, by the way. Shannon looked great at BravoCon. Um, she did. She's, you know. she's doing well. She gave us an update yeah. at the Orange County panel that she is, she's doing well. Um, well, Thanksgiving but is Alex here. Oh, sorry. We're, I was just going to say Alexis oh, was like at the quiet Alex woman yeah. with oh, Alexa John Jansen. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I really hope that he doesn't start dating Alexis Bellino because then you're just Orange County housewife hopping. And then Alexis was also when she was engaged to whoever her she was engaged to a few years ago. Uh -huh. um, they were charter guests on Below Deck. And, you know, I just, the cross-pollination really, I appreciate the work that all these people put in to go um, on each other's shows. Um, anyway, okay. go ahead. Well, I mean, I, I feel like Thanksgiving is the time where people put their phones down and watch less TV, or I guess people watch sports, they watch the parade. I don't know what um, you'll be watching this weekend or today, but I might take, I might not be watching much reality TV today. There's no golden bachelor tonight. There's no bachelor in paradise. I'm going to a friend's giving later. So I plan on kind of yeah. disconnecting a little bit for the weekend. Yeah. And I'm glad that we were able to get yeah. all of our thoughts out on these shows and have you I on know, here. What are you going to do? Are you going to be posting content this weekend, watching TV, having fun? I don't know. Well, I can, I can, I'm going to safely bet that we will watch the Berserk shares, made it nice, cooked, like a rerun. decorated. <laughs> yeah, we'll probably watch some old Roni. Also, my friend accidentally has Countess Luann's like old haircut. Accidentally. <laughs> and um, so maybe we'll try some, you know, maybe we'll try to make some funny voiceovers out of it <laughs> but oh my God. We'll you know we I like watching the, we like watching the holiday classics you know you should all be ashamed and you can all go home mm -hmm. i made it nice <laughs> you know really heartwarming yeah i was looking at peacock last night i'm like maybe i should try and watch a holiday movie i'm watching all these reality shows constantly but let me try <laughs> so 
I'll maybe I'll try to watch a holiday movie this weekend. I am going for a staycation. I have a hotel mm-hmm. in Santa Clarita. So oh, nice. I'm so excited to leave tomorrow and just like lay down on that bed. I'm, I think I'm going to get a massage, go in the I hot love tub. A, like a hotel I'm, bed. <laughs> oh yeah. There's nothing for like a night. it. I just, I really need it. I'm so excited. I slept with an eye mask last night and I was, I woke up, I'm like, Oh my God, it's so dark out. And then I, it was like 9.15 and I'm like, thank God I woke up because we agreed to do this at 10. Oh yeah. My, my I'm time. like, oh, it's one, you know. Yeah, well, you have a great, <laughs> you have Thanksgiving um, with your friend. I'm seeing my friends later. So I hope that you enjoy your Thanksgiving. I hope you have you a too. great weekend. Thank you for coming on and tell everybody where and why they should be following you on TikTok. Or we got and why. Because I'm cool. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so my TikTok is Coca Coca, C O C C A. It's my last name twice. And then my Instagram is the same, but with M A in the middle because some person out there who hasn't logged on to Instagram in 10 years has Coca Coca. So I'm Coca Coca. I'm Coca Coca. Yeah, that's my TikTok. Yeah. Okay. Um, Follow her on TikTok. Yeah. Yeah, I post, you know, compilations of all the best, craziest stuff and deep dives and fact checks and just funny, fun stuff. I just post mm-hmm. fun stuff. Yeah, um, love it. Yeah, and I do like a lot of live streams. I'm not tonight because House of Villains and Southern Charm isn't on, but um, I'm live streaming three or four days of the week at night usually. So the Dancing with the Stars streams are my favorite. They're so fun. So, you know, if you watch it in an earlier time zone that way and just even if you're oh, just watching on like, even I, I if you're just watch your live streams because i'm yeah. on the west coast and i'm like i'm like yeah. tired of waiting okay, okay. <laughs> but even if you're already watching on tv just to like the comment section and like be talking yeah. with everybody about it um, it's just it's really fun and then i'm like hooting and hollering in the background so yeah it's a I good love time that. Well, thank you so much for coming on and thank you all so much for listening. Shout out Bittersweet Coffee and Cooking in the Cocina for being the best live chat commenters throughout the live. I hope you guys all have a Thanksgiving and I will see you guys very soon. Thank you.